Welcome to the Disneyland with Kids podcast, where we help you plan your vacation in 30 minutes or less. What do the phrases Disney Genie, Lightning Lane, Magic Key, and Rider Switch have in common? They're all things we dive into in the Disneyland with Kids Facebook group. Join the conversation today. On this episode of the Disneyland with Kids podcast, we are talking all about the luxury hotels near Disneyland. I'm Leslie from Trips with Tykes. And I'm Jessica from The Happiest Blog on Earth. So Jessica, we talk a lot about hotels on the Disneyland with Kids podcast and in our group. Where you stay is a big part of the cost of a Disneyland vacation. And of course, it can contribute a lot to your overall enjoyment of your vacation. So we've made it our mission at the Disneyland with Kids group to stay in or at least tour as many of the Disneyland area hotels as possible. And Jessica, I actually did some quick back of the napkin math, and I was able to list at least 14 different hotels in the immediate Disneyland vicinity that I've personally stayed in, and at least a dozen more that I visited or toured or dined in. But I know your count is probably much higher, right? Yeah, I should do an official count, but I think I'm in the 20s. Yeah, I'm sure that's right, because you're always staying at all the new places, and I love watching and seeing uh, where you go. So that's a lot of hotels. And then of course, Julie and Becca are other two co-founders who aren't on this episode. They've stayed at several more. So we've probably come close to covering almost everything within about a a mile radius of of the parks. Yeah, we try and then they keep building new ones. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good problem to have, always new content. But what we're here to talk about today are actually the higher end hotels in the Disneyland area. And I don't know about you, but when I first started covering Disneyland, there really weren't a lot of options on the deluxe end of the market, you know, especially off property. Off property, Disneyland had a lot of motel style, older hotels, you know, especially if you were to cross the street on Harbor Boulevard. I mean, I've stayed at some that are that are certainly long gone, but that's changed a lot because there's really been a construction boom in the last couple of years. And now we're in a place where we have five AAA Four Diamond Hotels right near Disneyland. So that's what we're going to cover today. So Jessica, why don't you start us off? Um, Let's start off with a list of those five different hotel properties. Right. So we have Disney's Grand Californian Hotel, then the Disneyland Hotel, the JW Marriott Anaheim Resort, the Westin Anaheim Resort, and Radisson Blue Anaheim. All right, so between the two of us, we have now stayed in four of the five of those hotels. I know you and I have both stayed multiple times in the Grand Californian and the Disneyland Hotel. And I stayed at Radisson Blue Anaheim a little bit earlier this year. And then you just returned from a trip where you stayed at the JW Marriott and toured also the Westin Anaheim. So do we have them all covered now? (laughs) For now, yes, (laughs) but it's a great start. All right. Well, I know you went down just really recently for um, a hotel tour. Tell us a little bit about that and what you saw um, at those two uh, properties I just mentioned, the JW and the Westin. Right. So we went on a hotel tour with our partners at Getaway Today, and they take us a couple times a year where we can get an in-depth look at these properties. 
And during this stay, I was hosted by JW Marriott. So that means I stayed there in exchange for my reviews, including this podcast episode. But also want you to know that I do have some opinions, both pros and cons for JW Marriott. So I will be giving those because I always like to speak candidly about the places that we stay, whether I'm paying those out of my own pocket or we have worked out a business agreement with that hotel. That's right. Transparency is also very important to to all of us. And I actually stayed myself. My stay at the Radisson Blue was hosted under a similar hotel tour. So we, of course, always give our you know, honest opinions and reviews and want to tell you when we have been hosted. We certainly pay a lot of times out of pocket for our our own stays. I know I've spent a lot of money on Disneyland hotels over the years, I'm sure. All right, well, let's start really briefly with the two on-property hotels that you listed, the Grand Californian and the Disneyland Hotel. And we already have a couple of episodes where we've covered those two properties in depth. So if you're listening and you want a deep dive on the Grand Californian or the Disneyland Hotel, go back and listen to episode 24, which is the Grand, and episode 26, which is the Disneyland Hotel. But in case folks don't want to go back and listen to you know two really long episodes, why don't we give them a quick refresher of those two properties and, and what staying on property involves. Perfect. So the Grand Californian is considered to be part of Disney California Adventure Park. So it is a hotel located within a theme park. That means it's going to be your closest hotel to the theme parks because it's in a theme park. And then Disneyland Hotel is at the end of downtown Disney and also part of Disneyland Resort, but just a little bit farther. Um, Of course, with Disney hotels, you're going to have that Disney experience. You're going to have Disney theming on property. You are going to be able to take part in all the dining on site and easy access into the theme parks. Also with reservations, you get um, kind of a different reservation pool, different reservation availability to you when you're staying on site. So that is a great perk that we have right now. There's other on-property benefits that we have had in the past and we hope those return. Things like extra magic hour where you get a little bonus time inside the theme parks. That's right. So some of those benefits are paused right now, but we're hoping they do come back. But there's plenty of, you know, Disney magic to staying there, sort of staying in that Disney bubble. I mean, I know my favorite hotel I've gone on record is the Disneyland Hotel and you really feel like you're just immersed in Disney history there. So there's this gorgeous light up headboard, Sleeping Beauty Castle. Um, It's just such a magical hotel. And then the Grand kind of has this understated luxury, this arts and crafts style, this grand lobby and these, you know, beautiful wood panels. And, And both hotels have actually recently been updated. The Grand got kind of a big update in 2017 and 2018, and the Disneyland Hotel actually just got a refresh during the closure. So both of them are feeling pretty bright and shiny and new, right? Yes, looking good. I loved the little updates at the Disneyland Hotel. It was very fun to kind of look out for what those were. Yeah, me too. I just finished a stay there last month and uh, was... Glad to see it all shiny again. I mean, it was still pretty shiny, but even those little extra touches make a difference. But there's one thing we haven't talked about, Jessica. 
Uh, and that's cost. The elephant in the room when it comes to staying at any luxury hotel and especially any higher-end Disney hotel. Both of these hotels are pretty pricey. And uh, I just happened to look at prices in 2022. I was updating. I have a blog post that's uh, comparing the Disneyland Hotel and the Grand Californian that will drop in the show notes. But prices are pretty high. Do you have a sense of what they are right now? Yeah, so they are around 400 to 700 and they can even creep above that. And that's per night for those properties. Yeah, that's right. The Disneyland Hotel traditionally is a little bit cheaper because it is farther away. But, you know, you're looking at four, sometimes $500 a night. And I've seen the grand almost as high as $1,000 a night for standard rooms if you're going at, say, like a holiday peak period. So budget accordingly you're definitely paying for that disney bubble and that disney experience they're both lovely properties but i think you do have to think about when you're going to stay there strategically when you're going to get the most value out of paying those higher prices so something something to keep in mind right so let's turn next to the other three hotels that we mentioned the off-property hotels and that's the jw marriott the westin and the Radisson Blue. So all of these hotels, Jessica, they're essentially brand new, right? Right. This is so exciting. Yes, I think all of them opened within the last year, essentially. The Radisson Blue opened briefly, and I think in 2020, and the JW and the Westin just opened in 2021. So why don't we start, Jessica, with where you just stayed, the JW Marriott uh, Anaheim Resort. So why don't you give us the lowdown on the basics? Maybe start by telling everybody where this hotel is located so they can put it on their uh, Disneyland map. Sure. So the JW Marriott is behind the Anaheim Garden Walk. So it is closer to the freeway. And we've got the Anaheim Garden Walk and then the Anaheim Hotel and then Harbor if we're kind of moving in that direction toward Disneyland. I have seen various places where the hotel itself or other people have said that it's an eight minute walk. And that is not what I experienced. So I do want to say that um, we did it a few times and when I really, really tried my hardest to get there as quickly as possible, it was 13 minutes and that was solo and that was coming back from the walk sweating and out of breath. <laughs> Regularly, we did a leisurely pace and that was about 20 minutes. Now that might seem long and of course there are lots of places that are closer, um, but most places are going to be about 10 to 20 minutes in that whole area even ones that are really close sometimes if you hit the crosswalks just at the wrong time it might take you a little bit longer so it still is really close but i recommend um doing an uber on the way back and maybe just taking your time walking over in the morning that's great to get a sense of where it's located i mean i definitely would call it a walking distance hotel, but kind of on the outer rim of what I consider to be reasonably walking distance, especially with kids. So something to keep in mind, you know, I know, especially if you're going to be going back midday to take a break, it is a little bit further than some of those options that we're used to right across the street on Harbor that you can get to if you do hit that crosswalk right sometimes in five or 10 minutes. So good to know. Well, I know you stayed um, 
at the JW, tell us about the room that you stayed in, as well as maybe other room types that you were able to peek at while you were there. Yeah, well, coming into this hotel, I mean, it is luxury, and that's why we're talking about it today. It's so beautiful. You come in on the main level, and you're gonna be checking in on the second floor. So you take the escalator upstairs. There's just beautiful lighting, beautiful decor everywhere. Check-in was a great experience. And the room type that I had was a king room, and it also had like a chase lounge that has a trundle, a twin trundle pull-out. So you can do parents and um, one younger kid there if you'd like, and the rooms are stunning. And there was also a very large, beautiful glass vase on the dresser in my room, which I immediately thought, hmm, do I trust my children in this room? (laughs) So um, that's something to think about. Of course, you know, it is family friendly and they can take that out of the room for you if you are a little bit nervous about that. But this is a luxury high end hotel. Um, The bathtub is one of the longest bathtubs I've ever seen. So I'm 5'7", and I love my baths after Disneyland day because you just need to relax and replenish. And like, I didn't lay down flat, but in sitting, reclined, kind of in that comfortable bath position, like my feet were nowhere near the bottom of the tub. It's just super long and deep and really comfortable. And then it also has a separate walk-in shower. Really just a beautiful property. You have a fridge in there, no microwave, um, but you do have other amenities in the room like coffee maker, things like that. Bathrobe, um, that bathrobes are standard. I'm pretty sure that's one of the things that um, you need for that AAA four diamond rating. So just a beautiful place. The common areas are absolutely stunning. So many places to relax and hang out with friends. On that second floor lobby, there's also a bar and a restaurant. And they also have their butterfly Zen garden outside, which is a huge focal point of the JW Marriott. They actually have an app that you can do like a Zen meditation tour of their gardens, or you could just hit up different spots and scan that QR code and follow along. And it's just beautiful. They have flowers, they have herbs and things growing out there that they actually use in some of their food and drinks as well. That really sounds lovely. Sounds like such a nice relaxing high-end hotel. Did you get a chance to peek at the pools or maybe other amenities that the hotel has to offer? I did. So here's something that's also interesting about the JW, and you'll have to tell me if you've seen this anywhere else, Leslie. There is no hot tub or jacuzzi at this hotel. There is a pool, but no hot tub. That's interesting. That's not something I would expect at a luxury hotel to not have a hot tub. Was was there a space issue maybe? So we were ready to go. We wanted to go to a hot tub, but we thought, you know, I didn't notice one. Maybe I missed it. So I asked them, is there one? And they said, no. And I said, well, is it coming? Because, you know, being a new hotel, I thought maybe it just hadn't been built yet. No, there are no plans for it. 
um, they just decided not to include one. And it didn't seem like there was a space issue because they do have cabanas by the pool that you can rent. Um, those have TVs and ceiling fans in them. And then they have lots of outdoor space to relax if you don't choose to get a cabana. It was funny because they told me, said, you know, is there a spa outside? And they said, no, but the bathtub is really big. And I said, yeah, but I'm not going to invite my friends over. So we'll just have to skip that this time. Um, well, at least you got your bath, even if you didn't get your yeah. hot tub. That's important to note because I, I do consider that usually standard at a luxury hotel. Yeah, so I thought it was strange. One little thing. Um, they do have a rooftop bar, which is also beautiful. And that's just one of the things that we're seeing come to almost every new hotel being built in Anaheim. And that's a lot of fun. They have two spaces that are separate and distinct. So it, I believe the elevators come up like in the middle of them. So you might not even notice that there's two spaces. One's larger, um, one's a little bit smaller. So this is also a great opportunity if you're looking to rent something out for a private party. Um, one of those areas will most likely fit. That's great. What about the other restaurants? Is the rooftop bar sort of the place to eat or are there other places to get food at the hotel? Yeah, they do have one restaurant um, on site indoors, which you can go for um, breakfast as well as dinner. Got it. All right. Well, this sounds pretty luxurious in the grand scheme of things, hot tub notwithstanding. So let's talk about how much this hotel cost. I ran a couple of numbers and was really surprised to see how in the grand scheme of things affordable it is for a luxury hotel. What what yes. prices have you seen on it? So we're looking at mid 200s to low 300s for a good deal. They can go higher than that, of course, during peak periods. But what's really great is with our partners at Getaway Today, right now we have fourth night free. And Getaway Today is always working out some kind of deals with their partners, which sometimes you can't even get through booking directly. So that's something to check out. And always remember when you're pricing out things on Getaway Today, they show you the full total amount for your stay. So don't confuse that and think that's a per night cost. That's your total cost when you're doing quotes. Yes, important because those hotel taxes in Anaheim can really add on to the what you might see on like Marriott's website, the base rate, you're going to be sometimes 20% more on top of what that is. And then, you know, all the other things that can that can add up. So it's good that Getaway Today has that total price. But yeah, I, I was amazed to see what a great deal this is. And it's probably because it's new and a lot of people still don't know about it. And it is because it is a little bit further. I mean, a lot of people really want to be close um, if they're going to take that shorter vacation where you know every minute counts. But if you're going for a longer, more leisurely vacation, you know you can get that fourth night free. That seems like a screaming deal to me if you're a luxury hotel lover. Yes, and this is a great hotel, I think, for a couple's trip, a honeymoon, a girlfriend's getaway. Of course, I did see kids there, and they actually do have a little craft area um, on the second floor where kids can participate in different things and it's the table height is just perfect for kids as well so of course they they encourage families um, but it is catered to that luxury market like we talked about and another thing to be aware of is if you are walking back at night um, through the garden walk 
know that there is a vibrant nightlife scene there. So there are several clubs and bars there and it might not be something you want to walk through with your kids. So just think about that and how comfortable you are with those kind of situations. Excellent, excellent tip. So overall, uh, what's your sort of final review on the JW? Overall, I wish that my husband would have come. I invited him, but we couldn't make it work this time. Um, It's a beautiful hotel, one that will make its mark in Anaheim for years to come. And I think especially as we see conventions come back, um, a lot of business travelers are gonna wanna stay there as well. And it's a place that I would absolutely love to stay at again. All right, well, let's change gears now and move on to the Radisson Blue, which is where I stayed several months ago, the, one of the new luxury hotels. So you ready to dive into that? Yes, and I toured that one too. So I'm really That's interested right. to hear what you think about it from staying there. So tell us where Radisson Blue is located. All right, so this is located a little bit further away, and it's really, it's right on the other side of Interstate 5. Kind of if you know where the Suncoast Hotel is and the Cambria, you kind of keep going a little bit past that underneath the highway and the Radisson's right there. In fact, looking out of my window over I-5, I mean, I really was very close to the Suncoast, but it's just on the other side. So it's not really what I would consider walking distance. I mean, I have heard of some people walking it, but I wouldn't walk it with kids myself just because it's a, that extra, you know, five or 10 minutes really does does make the difference. But it's on uh, Art Anaheim Resort Transit, and it's really, really easy to Uber or Lyft back and forth from that hotel. That's actually what I did because I was staying there solo and didn't want to be, you know, walking as a solo female late at night. And Great. the the Uber or Lyft ride it was six dollars on average. Perfect. So. It was great. Drops you right on the Harbor Boulevard side, the pedestrian entrance, and I could be back and forth from <laughs> the parks in, you know, 10 or 15 minutes. It was great. It was. It, it is a great location, but it is not what I would consider a walking distance hotel. Other than that, I mean, it is just a great addition to the Disneyland area. It's what they're, I guess they're calling themselves kind of a, a mid- tier luxury this is not a full luxury property but it's one step just underneath that which makes it accessible and affordable to a lot more people but still feels really really high end Uh, the decor is just bright and they've kind of tried to embrace the disneyland theming they've got some stormtroopers that are of course painted partially blue for the radisson blue in the lobby area lots of little disney touches lego minifigs that are disney characters and some of the art um really bright and shiny i i really love the common areas of the hotel and then that that really does extend into the rooms i mean the rooms have some pops of color and yeah yeah and i i stayed in There are a lot of different room types that we should talk about and probably too much for us to get into in this episode, but I stayed in a room that's actually a two queen plus a bunk bed room. So it sleeps six. And this this room is not a lot more expensive than just a standard king or two queen room. But it's it really is fantastic for families to, you know, family of five, family of six, or just siblings who need to sleep in different beds, (laughs) right? Yeah, and their rooms there are just, I think they are some, the decor and the rooms are some of the most unique 
fun, vibrant ones in the resort area. No, I totally agree. The, the rooms are a lot of fun while still being higher end, luxurious. The bathrooms are very bright and open. You know, I would say the bathtub it certainly wasn't the luxury bathtub that you experienced at the JW. And some rooms have showers, actually, and some have bathtubs, depending upon whether they're sort of thought to be sort of a family room like I had or like an adults-only room like the, the king bed standard room is. So that's good to know. You want to make sure if you need a bathtub to bathe a little kid that you get the right room type that has the bathtub instead of the shower. But really just a great hotel um, rooms work for families or for couples or girls weekend travelers so it's a lot of good good combinations of of traveling groups and can stay there and then they're just great amenities at the hotel there are two pools there's a rooftop bar like you said those are becoming standard at the Disneyland area hotels and just a lot to to see at the at the hotel and lots to eat and it feels like a vibrant place for sure what did you think of it Yes, it's definitely alive. We dined at the rooftop bar together and that area is just so beautiful. And I remember also just walking into, cause it's like indoor, outdoor, they have some indoor. And when we first walked into that bar area, I just loved the decor. Like I'm thinking like, wasn't it blue velvet couches and just really pretty sophisticated and vibrant. I don't know, it was just beautiful there. Yeah, definitely a little bit of an edgy vibe. So you can have that adult night out, but it's still very, very family friendly in the grand scheme of things. So so how family friendly pricing when we're talking luxury? Tell me about that. So the pricing of this is still like the JW, surprisingly very, very good. Again, I think it's because of the location being a little further away and because of it being a new hotel that not everybody knows about. Right now, you can usually find rooms in the low 200s a night and sometimes under $200 a night. There are some extra good deals that Getaway Today especially has negotiated with this hotel. So it depends, of course, on your dates, but to me, this is a hotel that feels like a $300 plus a night hotel that you're often getting for, you know, <laughs> goodness, 30 wow. or 50% off of that. It's really, really amazing. Yeah. And you can easily stay at some of the hotels across the street from Disneyland that are not that luxury rating and are not new, are quite old and maybe just renovated for close to the same price. So it's like, Maybe stay somewhere newer and more luxurious, just a little bit farther away. Just depends on what's important to you. For sure. So overall, this was a big two thumbs up for me. Definitely feels like an accessible, family-friendly hotel. You just have to plan on the transportation logistics. But other than that, there's just nothing in the con column for me about this property. I mean, I loved it. I can't wait to get back. All right, Jessica, well, we've got one more hotel to cover, and that is the Westin Anaheim Resort, which I know you toured recently. And we actually dined at the restaurant next to the hotel, the steakhouse that's in that hotel as well, before the hotel even opened, which was right. a fantastic meal, if I remember correctly. So yes. let's talk a little bit about the Westin Anaheim and, and tell folks where it's located. Okay, the Westin Anaheim is on Catella. 
and it is where the old Annabella used to be. So we are kind of across from, well, we're definitely across from California Adventure, but if you're walking into the parks, you're going to pass Paradise Pier Hotel and the Grand Californian. So you're gonna be entering through downtown Disney, most likely if you're staying at the West in Anaheim. They have also built this very close to the convention center. So this is perfect for families going to Disneyland or business travelers and people going to conventions. It is a stunning property and I couldn't help but instantly be comparing and contrasting the Westin to the JW. So I'm gonna do a little bit of that, but um, room types are similar to the JW as far as you can get like a king room or a double queen room, but you just feel so high class in there. Like this is for both hotels too. Like the ceilings are higher, the doors are taller, you know, all of those little extra touches, um, the finishing details like the um, doorknobs and the trim, everything is just so beautiful. So one thing that stands out to me at the Westin is in the bathrooms, it has a beautiful standalone tub there that is just so gorgeous. And then it also has like the walk-in shower type. And the one room that they showed us, which is a theme park view room, and the price point isn't that different from their regular rooms, Leslie, you would have loved this. The door, the sliding glass door, have you seen it? Well, I've seen people's pictures on Instagram. I'm sorry that I missed it, but mm. it looks amazing for so sure. So the sliding glass door is like those accordion type doors where it opens all the way. So you almost have the entire width of your room that can open up to, you'll be seeing um, Pixar Pier and the Incredicoaster. And we happened to tour it at night, so it was all lit up. You can hear them screaming on the Incredicoaster when the windows open, not when it's closed. <laughs> but it was so beautiful. And not only that, it's more than just a step out balcony. So you actually have chairs out there that you can sit and watch and just enjoy that Disney ambiance. It really feels so close. You feel like you're in the Disney bubble, which is amazing. Yeah, this definitely has the best location of the three, I would say. I actually stayed once upon a, once upon a time at the Annabella where it was located uh, and thought that location was, was really a uh, prime location. So what did you think about um, the pools and sort of the other amenities that you saw at the hotel, you know, maybe compared to the JW? Right. So pool, beautiful, very similar. Um, restaurants they have flemings that we ate at before and then they also have another restaurant that's part of their on-site dining as well as an extensive wine list i believe they had like 300 different wines available we actually had them bring the wine list to the table and you know you could be looking at that all night <laughs> but the food there was amazing as well and so you have those two different options a restaurant and bar on site or you can go to Fleming's which is also on site so that was really convenient um, they also have a rooftop bar which gives you that same view of Pixar Pier and California Adventure they've got the fire pits out there and um, 
they just barely open that to non-guests, but they do want you to make reservations to guarantee that you have a spot up there. I've been to so many rooftop bars in the area, probably all of them actually, starting with one that they first built on top of Grand Legacy at the park. That was the first rooftop bar in Anaheim. And out of all of them, I think I'm gonna have to say that the Westin is the best as far as location and ambiance. It just felt a little bit more dignified up there. Not sure right. why. This is uh, sounding great. Next on my list to stay at for sure. I've been watching this hotel going up for the last couple of years, ready for it to, to join the options. Before we get to what you think overall, let's talk about what the cost is of it. We're looking at high 200s right now to low 300s, but we also did a little math while we were there. And with the special that Getaway Today is running currently, so if you run to book it now um, through DisneylandWithKids.info slash book, you will find that you can stay at the Westin Anaheim for almost two and a half nights for the price of one night at the Grand Californian. Wow. <laughs> so some definitely, definitely some good deals with Getaway Today. So maybe that's what I need to go book right now after we finish recording and this it's, podcast. It's so close. Yeah. See, the other ones, we were like, they're great. They're a little bit farther. And I don't know, this one really just has so much going for it at Weston Anaheim. So overall, um, it's next on my list to stay at. And I can't wait to go back. Well, it's just great to hear. I mean, it really is exciting to have all of these higher end hotel choices that are so close to Disneyland. So before we close out, I think we've mentioned this before, some of these in bits and pieces, but our listeners, I'm sure, are really interested in knowing how best to book these hotels and especially how to save a little money on even the higher end properties. So Jessica, remind them what you would recommend for booking. Right, so you can book any of these properties through our travel partners at Getaway Today. Just go to DisneylandWithKids.info slash book. You can even add our promo code DisneyKids if you're booking a package of tickets and two nights or more at the hotel. That'll take an extra $10 off, even of those Disney-owned hotels. So it's a great way just to save a little bit and still have that luxury. I also wanted to mention, Leslie, we are launching a Disneyland with Kids digital magazine. So if you enjoy reading about the hotels of the Disneyland Resort area, we're going to be going into that in our new magazine, which you can subscribe to now at DisneylandWithKids.info slash magazine. Definitely going to be featuring some of these luxury hotels in this nice, new, beautiful magazine. So would love for you to subscribe. And Jessica, before we wrap up our chat, we've got to do our traditional would you rather question. So Jessica, would you rather stay in an on-property luxury hotel or an off-property luxury hotel given the current benefits and pricing that's out there right now? Well, I'm ready to book the Westin as well. So right now with current pricing and current benefits, I would say off-site luxury. So either you're gonna save some more money by staying off-site and a little bit farther, 
or you're still going to save some money by being really close and being at the West End. So that's where I'm heading next. Yeah, I think the same for me too, because I mean, I did just stay at the Disneyland Hotel. It is my favorite hotel in the world. And I scratched that itch a little bit, but these prices are really just tempting. I mean, I stay at a lot of higher end hotels in my travels, and I don't think these hotels are going to stay at these prices for that much longer no. once they get discovered. So now's kind of the time to jump on a good deal and I'm definitely going to be doing that in the near term. All right. Well, that's it for us today. And we thank you so much for joining us. You've been listening to Leslie and Jessica discussing luxury hotels near Disneyland. We'd love to hear more from you. Be sure to stop by the Disneyland with Kids Facebook group, and we'll see you real soon. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu slash visit.